Uh, hello, everyone. Um, this is Rowan, and welcome to the podcast of the Galaxy. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, Jared. Hello, everyone. How's it going, Jared? It's going quite well. How are you? Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. It's nighttime, so a little tired, but um, definitely gonna definitely excited to make this uh, uh, come out with the first episode of this podcast. So uh, for those of you who might not know um, by watching the trailer, this is um, a podcast about Marvel and Star Wars um, because, you know, we're Marvel and Star Wars nerds and we love these movies and now TV shows. Um, and so this is basically a podcast where we're going to discuss um, content for whether it's like, you know, we're going to go over Disney Plus shows. We're going to go over the new Disney Plus shows, uh, Marvel uh, movies, Star Wars movies, and that. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, so, and today, uh, I figured we start with uh, one of the most talked about um, parts of the MCU right now, um, WandaVision. So, um, yeah, Jared, how do you feel about, what are your first thoughts about WandaVision? Well, my initial thoughts is that pretty damn good show i mean definitely not my favorite marvel thing i've seen it has some aspects uh that make it much different than any marvel thing that has ever been released and much different than anything i've really ever seen before it's definitely trying something new with the genre which i yeah. like i like that a lot they're, they're, they're venturing out of their traditional action uh action only threshold Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the, the, the changing of the ages and the decades really, really interests me. Seeing it go from the 50s to the 60s all the way up to the 80s right now is very intriguing to me. Because as kids, uh, Rowan and I, for example, never got to see those things. And now we get to see all those aspects being worked into something modern that we can uh, really relate to nowadays. Yeah, I definitely, I actually, you, you just hit it right on the mark there. Um, definitely because, you know, we haven't had these opportunities to watch um, the uh, shows that were out, like when my parents uh, were little, for example, when our parents were little. And um, I feel like, you know, it was a whole different generation of television and it was, it's certainly interesting um, for Kevin, uh, Kevin Feige and the rest of the Marvel um, team to put together something that gives a mix of like, you know, older television and like, you know, mi- they add mystery in it, which is incre- incredible. I love the mystery aspect of the show. Um, and, you know, the re- because at the end, I can tell we're going to get this big, it's going to turn into a Marvel movie, like this, like we're watching a Marvel movie. And that's definitely something that's special. That, and it's one of the reasons why I love Marvel, because they, they really know how to deliver on um, entertaining uh, movies and now television shows. Yes, 100%. So, um, they're, they're definitely not going to go yeah. the entire show without having any super action. Yeah. So I think we're going to see that pretty soon. Uh, yeah. So, it's yeah, it's going to be exciting. I would say that... Yeah, towards the end of the show, we're definitely going to start um, knowing, obviously, where we, the, the because we will talk about this more. This will be one of the biggest themes. This could set up for the future of the for the foreseeable future for Marvel. Um, and I definitely feel like it will be um, interesting, too. 
um, watch towards the end to see where this goes. So um, what are your thoughts on some of the, um, you know, what are some of your other thoughts on the show? Uh, interesting details or facts? Um, well, obviously, can't get over the uh, the fact that the changing generations, it's very nice. Their ability to incorporate multiple, very small, but decently noticeable aspects of certain genres is very nice. Splash of romance, bunch of mystery. The suspense is very, very nice. Keeping keeping you on your edge of your seat from show to show really gets you looking forward to the next show. And I think that's also boosting yeah. their numbers up for their show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, things like that. Uh, sitcom, obviously. You'll probably talk about that a little bit. Um because you're more well-versed in that. The sitcom part of it is very nice. How about you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it's obviously um, definitely an interesting show. And uh, all the characters, too. Um, the characters are... In, I I really love some of the characters in this TV show. Um, one of them, and this is... One of the three characters I would say that we're going to be talking about um, for most of the show is my favorite character of this um, show right now. Not only because I think that the actress is doing a great job with with the character, um, but I also feel like you know she is one of the most mysterious characters for, throughout the whole show, and definitely going to play a part into the ending of the show is Agnes, because I feel like Agnes is somebody who you know, we don't know much about her. Like, and she obviously has ha, has weird actions throughout the show that kind of are kind of confusing and kind of makes you wonder, oh, does she does she know about does she know what Wanda's doing or does she have a role in what Wanda's doing? So, um, how do you how do you feel about Agnes? Um, Agnes is a hundred thousand percent. You hit you hit nail on the head right there. Agnes is definitely, for me, the most interesting character right now. Uh, there's a ton of mystery surrounding her. Um, <laughs> it's almost like she's not a human with what she does. For example, the uh, should I take that from the top line, which was when she messed up one of her lines when she came in to see the kids when they were very, very small, when they were babies. She said, you know, should we take it from the top? Obviously, inciting that she knew um, that, you know, they were in a show. Which almost none of the other characters have shown, except mm-hmm. Herb. Yeah. Herb, yeah. Herb, because they were at the fence, right? And Herb, Herb was, like, wondering, well, because we're all, and we're all, and... And Agnes wanted to stop them because obviously they didn't want Vision to know about what they were talking about. So, and so, and I feel like, you know, it's interesting because Herb seems to know a little bit more about what's going on compared to the, uh, um, some of the other residents of Westview, like um, Norm, for example, who had no idea, who had no idea that anything was happening until uh, Vision played around with his head a little bit. So, yeah, and I definitely think it's interesting how some characters know more than others. Yes, when Norm came out of his trance, when Vision took him out of his trance, um, 
He acted extremely scared, obviously. He talked about how she was um she was hurting him, she was controlling him. Um and I'll let you get into that about who she is. So yeah, I mean you like about Wanda, right? You So like about Wanda controlling people and stuff like that. I mean, I is it like Wanda? That's the question. That's, you know, um, that's one of the things that, and it's funny because I originally had the, I originally had the mindset that this show was going to turn Wanda into the main villain of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. But I'm actually starting to go away from that now. And the primary reason is because I do not think Wanda is o- the only person in control. And if she is all in control, which she might be, I don't think she knows exactly, you know, what she has been doing. I feel like, you know, there is an outside influence that is, you know, controlling aspects of Westview. Yes, Um, I've seen that a lot as well. Yeah, primarily, and we'll get into this. uh, This will be one of the biggest talking points of the show later um, coming up. Where the doorbell rang. All right, I'm not gonna get into who it is yet. Um, after the doorbell rang, interrupting Wanda Vision's argument, um, she didn't know that that doorbell was gonna ring. All right, she seems shocked, and she she had no idea if she would actually put uh, this cameo into into the show. She would have known, and she would have acted all ex- all excited rather sh- rather than shocked. Right. So I don't know if maybe she, um, yeah. Okay. We'll get into that later, but obviously there are signs that she has no idea, um, what she is exactly how much she has been capable of doing to Westview. And I don't know if that's because of, you know, like this secret villain, um, who's been, who's, uh, been, um, you know, in charge or what, but speaking of, I feel like I feel like and on top of the Agnes stuff, I feel like Ralph, who do you think Ralph is, Jared? Do you think Ralph could ha- could be end up being something more? Well, we have never seen Ralph in person, which is very strange because in a town that supposedly has what is it? It's more than nine people, which is there's a very small amount of people in the actual show, obviously, because it would get unmanageable if there was more. Um, Mm -hmm. We have not seen him, which is very strange. Um, So there is some theories that he could be a villain type of a person, or he could just be the husband. Um, There is some argument on whether we will even see him. And it will depend. We will definitely see. uh, And it's definitely something to ponder whether what his role is. Because she talks about him all the time. Sometimes even in a feel fearful manner, mm-hmm. uh, but we never get to see, and we and the show never really elaborates on who he is. Yeah, because see, that's why I kind of went from talking about like, um, villains maybe controlling Wanda and Ralph because I feel like Ralph, you know, could very well end up being. I I feel like there's one of two options here. Okay, and I could be wrong. One is that. Agnes is lying, and there is no Ralph 
or number two is just simply or, or that Ralph is more and could potentially be the one um, helping um, to create Westview. I feel like those are two options potentially that we could be seeing with Ralph. I don't know, um, but I feel like that could be, I don't know, some of the yeah, um, Ralph is some of the things about Ralph him. is definitely interesting. Another point yeah. that I would like to bring up is um, <laughs> Hydra and the commercials in general. The commercials obviously play a, a decently big part in uh, the show. They're also a very nice break from the actual show. Uh, the most the the commercial that's talked about the most is the Lagos commercial which is the mm-hmm. paper towels. And that is clean up the mess you never intended to make. That is clearly, quite clearly, making a reference to the city that Wanda destroyed that she never meant to destroy in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then with the other ones, like obviously I know what you mean with the Hydra ones. Like with the uh, Hydra watch and the... Uh, the like the toaster and stuff like that. The toaster, so. the radio, the Hydra soap in the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. They could very well be just filler from her memory to fill in for brands. Or they mm-hmm. could be something bigger. Uh, that is something I've been pondering a lot. But I haven't really been able to come up with a concrete judgment on why they are there. My best guess now is that they are just filler for brands from her memory because obviously Lagos is another one of those that is just from her memory. Yep. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know because maybe Hydra has something to do with it. I, I, do, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't say that's where I'm leaning towards right now. Um, I don't know if, because I'm not leaning, I'm not leaning towards Hydra either. I, I yeah. am, I'm definitely thinking that's my main theory that it is just, Filler for from for brands from memory. Yep, yep. But you never know. You got to keep an open, open mindset. Yeah. Well, it's funny that they use they because they use the same actor and actress for the uh, commercial. So because the like the first two, the first two at least they they went back to the same people. And then this past the, like the first two stars in the commercial, and then this past episode they they also went to the same guy and um woman for the commercial oh really i didn't so, know that yeah they it was yeah so i i don't know what that means i don't know if that means anything at all um but yeah certainly something to keep an eye on but yeah this show uh, obviously obviously this show has been kind of kind of getting on my nerves in terms of how much i know and cut and how much i do not know um, because I, we still don't know, like there are some things that still need to be figured out. Um, uh, like, like who the villain, like, you know, you know, I, I, for one think the vi- villains are very interesting. MCU chooses very interesting villains throughout the show. And I feel like, you know, I, I mean, throughout the whole, um, MCU and they have like more of a backstory, you know, and they have more interesting parts to them. And so, um, it's definitely interesting to see what villain could be in WandaVision. Yes, and um, the villain part is most definitely the favorite for the internet as well. Um, 
based on (laughs) the theories online, the majority of them are about villains. Some of them, very, very small amount, are about, for example, the commercials. I found the commercials very fascinating, but obviously some people do not. Um, A lot of them are about Agnes. Some of them are about other members of the town. And then I have seen um, some about the people outside. Um, But the majority of them are as who they think the villain is. Yeah. So, and um, we'll get back because there is a villain we are going to talk about in this um, eventually. Because, you know, there's... Yeah, there's other people that have been swirling around. You know, we've already talked about the potential of Ralph. Um, Wanda is Wanda herself could turn into because you know there is something there. Like I could totally see Wanda becoming the villain of this. Why? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's because she lost her parents. She lost her husband. She could potentially be losing her husband twice. Depends on what happens to Vision. Yes, at the end yes. Of the show. I mean, it's very plausible. That is completely plausible, and you're correct on that. Yeah, and so obviously there's a case. But the reason why I'm turning away from it, though, obviously, and I talked about that before, is that I, I don't think she's – I now think it's clear that she's not the only one behind this. Yes, based on her reaction to the person who's at the door yeah. and yeah. some other things, obviously, that entered uh, her little bubble there. She obviously yeah. didn't know. She, she's obviously not fully conscientious about the entirety of the bubble. Um, Mm -hmm. but I, I find it strange that, uh, oh, what's her name? The person who got inserted in. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. You mean like who got inserted in at the end of the episode five? No, 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 no. Um, what's the lady's name? Who's wearing the sword necklace? Oh yeah. Geraldine. Yes. So her real name is Monica Rambo. Yeah. Monica Rambo. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to say, but I knew she had a name in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. When she went in, she was she seemed to be immediately kind of sucked up by the show and put in. But all the mm-hmm. other things didn't really. She was immediately put into a place. The beekeeper was not. He stayed in the tunnel. The airplane was not. It stayed where it was. Things like that confused me a little. Yeah, because... I, and yet again, I think it all has something to do with what Wanda chooses. I yeah. feel like Wanda can choose certain things, obviously. And because, you know, I one thing I can say is that Wanda can definitely choose what goes in and what goes out. Oh, 100%. I definitely, that's one thing that she can definitely do. You know, she can change things around to make it her own way. She can, you know, um, but, you know, whether or not there's an outside yeah, source. Yeah, and she can also, another. you know, obviously change who literally exists. Because one of the things mm-hmm. that I have been a little bit questioning is what happened to that beekeeper who she kind of whisked yeah. out of existence? Yeah. Did he literally disappear? Good question. Well, see, you know, I will tell you that there, on the, there is – they released like a mid-season poster. Yeah, I saw he was on and, the – yeah, and the beekeeper is it on looked there. Very which makes me... helmet, which is kind of weird, but it, it had to have been the beekeeper. Yeah, I think so at least, and it makes me wonder if he, if that he's he is going to be explored more. Um, but anyway, speaking of villains, obviously, let's talk about before we get to the big cameo at the end. One of the big, one of the big, um, 
people were um, we're gonna end up people are gonna end up will- willing his name into existence. He he is going. <laughs> I honestly am scared that he is gonna end up in the actual real world because people are 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 wishing upon wishing upon him so much. And his name is what's his name, Jed? Well, if we're gonna go there, Mephisto. So yeah, for those and for those of you who don't know who Mephisto is, I gotta be honest with you, I had no idea who Mephisto was before the show. Um, and that's the truth. Yeah, it was a very because it was a very I, niche I, I, comic. Yeah, I'm not this. I'm not this type. I don't read all of the comics. Um, definitely, I only know ba- based on what I've read that Mephisto is from the House of M, and the House of M storyline. I'm not gonna get into it too much. But it definitely involves Mephisto, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, it, and it involves Wanda's children. So, um, Jared, what do you think? Do you, what do you think about the Mephisto rumors? Well, first of all, the Mephisto rumors have been so overflowed for like the majority from probably the fourth, third, or fourth episode. It's ridiculous. Yep. I, my mind, I can only think of Mephisto now. There's nothing else. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's definitely not conclusive. I think that if they went directly with the comic book, it would be a little lame. So I think that if, I if agree. he does yep. come in, there would be a lot of unanswered things that would have to happen. First of all, that would be the first introduction of a deity. Um, the first mm-hmm. introduction of a true deity, pretty much. Because obviously they called, for example, Thor the god of thunder. But someone who is very, very deity-like, for example, Galactus or um, Mephisto. Mephisto is very, um, just, just. It's it's not a character that he, we've seen yet. It's not a type. He of is. Um, they people describe him as Marvel's version of the yeah, devil. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he is. He is the devil. And here's the here's the thing. Um, if he is in this, we'll be seeing a lot more of him, and it's certainly. And I think that I think sure that he is. will take a human form if he is input into this. Yeah, sure, sure as heck. Well, um, Jared, I'm actually going to be honest with you, and I don't even think I told you this like outside of this podcast, but there is an actor that Paul Bettany. All the, this is the guy actor of Vision who he always wanted to work with, who will be in the show. I don't know who it is. Now, so I think he's going to take, if he is in the show, I am not saying that he is. Yeah. I am not honestly a fan of the Mephisto uh, theories. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, for example, there was there was one that I saw. It was the curtains that looked like an M. And for, for me, I don't like that. It's kind of like when an English teacher takes out like a meaning of something out of nowhere. I just don't really mm-hmm. like that. May, you know, maybe they're just curtains. Things like that just yeah. kind of uh, frustrate me sometimes because people well, I, I, d- dissect every little thing. Yeah. Be- obviously, Marvel, even if the curtains were there, it could just be an, it were, were something meaningful. They could just be Easter eggs, okay? Easter, they, they could just be hinting at things that are actually not going to be coming to get fans, to keep fans guessing. Yeah, of course. Right? But um, one of the things, you know, um, I one of the things you said about the comics. No, I don't like how the how and this is another reason why I love Kevin Feige. He does not go to the comics that much. 
he doesn't really take he he takes small influences out of the comics and turns it into his own story. That's one of the things that I love, and that's yeah. What, and I think that. And the thing is, and if he were to take Mephisto, that would not be a very small influence from the comic. That would yeah. be a very large influence, and like like I yeah. said before, because we could see, um, yeah, this will be the first deity like, and there are things like, um, Oblivion who is the ruler of space, but he is kind of not up on those terms, but along those terms, he is the devil of the Marvel universe. We haven't really seen someone that like powerful or omni, I don't know if I'm using the right term, but omnipotent, things like that. We haven't seen yet. And it's going to be very interesting if they are actually going to incorporate that into the show. Because here's the thing. And here's the problem because I will be, I won't be shocked if I see Mephisto in this. I will not be shocked. Yeah, of course. It won't. It, it won't give. And I want to be surprised. You know, I kind of like. Part of me wants to be surprised at the villain they pull because they they're going to be. It's going to be a villain that's going to. There's going to be a villain that reveals themselves, or at least there's going to be a villain walk coming out of this series. And you know, Mephisto would be cool and all because I know where it would be going, but like I would be expecting it at this well, point. Well, yeah, of course. Because, um, but. One of the interesting things, if just speculation here, if he does appear, do you think he will appear in his devilish form, or do you think he will appear in more Lucifer type form? Good question. I mean, obviously, an actor is going to be voicing him, right? And you can't. I I don't think, you know, I don't think this can be some sort of, you know, oh, I'm just going to put this actor guy on here. He's he's under the radar. No, I feel like it could be a very popular actor, right? B- because I feel like you can't just put anybody. It has to be somebody very talented. Yeah, of course. Because he taking on a devil is, you know, that's could be something that's big. Even though I don't think, like personally, me, I don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna see him. I don't think we're gonna see him. That's my prediction. Um, even I wouldn't be surprised based on comics. But the fact that Kevin Feige likes to go away from the comics, I don't think, I I don't think we're. Gonna yeah, that would be that. the very straight down like... route. Um, yeah. But at this point, anything's a possibility. He could go down the path that um, Ralph could be a vision. He uh, villain. He could go down the path that yeah. the director, uh, director asshole, is a vision, or is a villain. Um, <laughs> he could he could go down the path that WandaVision. Anything, pretty much. He's talking about director Hayward, by the way, for those of you who don't. But anyway, yeah, and, you know, there is a, like, who knows? Maybe there is a chance that we've already been introduced to a villain and we just don't know it yet. But I feel like Mephisto is certainly good because I don't even think I address, I address this. The role he has in the comics, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get too much into it because, um, we still have one more thing to talk about here, and it's very, it's uh, very interesting. Um, Mephisto is involved with Wanda's kids and t- and ends up um, taking the kids. Okay, so I don't know. Um, I don't know if Mephisto has. I, I like I said. I hope he doesn't go from the comics, but I hope that it, it is. It is. They take a new direction. And it has nothing to do with Mephisto. Yeah, that because be I, like we're, we're like we're just you know we're just responding to fan theories right now. I I wouldn't 
we don't we have no clue what's going to happen nor do a lot of people yeah now how so, about um, we move on to who she saw at the door yeah well obviously this was a big block, blockbuster moment so far at least um yeah so she opens the door um after which little side note vision after vision had quite a quite a um meltdown intense or intense i would well i mean i support him 100 oh, yeah, percent for what confused. he said and, and he's angry that his own wife is obviously doing something behind his back that involves uh like you know tormenting other people in their minds um but yeah so interrupting the argument was i mean one, one would think that um, if it were any Quicksilver, it would be the Quicksilver from Age of Ultron. But no, um, this ended up being the Quicksilver from the X-Men, the Fox X-Men movies, um, Days, of the, Days of the Future Past and Apocalypse. So uh, what are your thoughts on him, Jared? <sighs> uh, well, first of all, obviously same actor. Um, he looks very different in the X-Men uh, movies, but it is very much a possibility that um, he, the entire X Men lineage, comes into play here. Obviously, knowing that Disney bought X Men recently, how about you yeah. uh, talk about that a little? Yeah. So obvious. Yeah. So I, I, I'm sure some of you who could be listening right now are listening are familiar with the deal that brought the X-Men officially into the MCU. Um, so couple of things, couple of things. Okay. I'm going to, there are a few um, fan theories surrounding this too, uh, just to shortly address those. Um, you know, th- this series is supposed to tie in to Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And multiverse is obviously the biggest part of that title, right? So it there are a few options, okay? And I, I'm I'm just gonna run into that really. One is actually the most likely scenario given the circumstances. He is literally a a X Man. He this is the X Men version of him that is be the multiverse is bringing him to what? I don't know how, I don't know why, but it, I, this could, like, maybe Wanda opens the, has a, opened the multiverse or stuff like that, but this could literally be him. The second option is that they decided that as a little fan service moment, they bring him in just for, just for a little bit, um, um, to you know for nostalgia purposes of the x-men just and tease tease it at least but not necessarily confirm it and just bring him in as a as what age of ultron originally as the age of ultron character just with a different look and i feel like that that is a potential option just like a literal recast of pietro without without referring to any of the other any any other x-men or any other x-men um um references and just a new version of pietro 
And the other option is that this is an illusion for Wanda, I feel like. And maybe if there is a villain controlling it, maybe the villain keeps her happy with just creating this form of um, um, Quicksilver. So that's what I think. I think that these are three potential scenarios. After you give a little insight, I will go into which one is probably more, most likely. But what do you what do you um, think? Yes, obviously it does come into play with them buying um, X Men. It's huge. I mean, obviously it's going to be inevitable that they're they are going to conjoin the universes uh, or the multiverses, I should say. Um, it's a little bit frustrating because that is a very content and money forward move by Disney. They're a big company, of course they'll do it, but um, <laughs> I don't know how they're going to do it. And hopefully they don't do it right away. Hopefully they kind of shift into it. That's that is exactly that. Um, that's exactly what I'm hoping for. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping for a different. Um, I'm hoping for maybe Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness to start exploring that a little more, rather than just diving deep into it with um, one. Yeah, that'll be that'll be very nice. But the other thing is. The reason I don't think it's a hundred percent the uh, Quicksilver that like actually in the movie we're not talking about the actor here from X Men is because she yep. recognized him as Pietro. She did not. Yeah, ex- she did not say you know who are you anything like that. She knew it was Pietro, so I think that it, it she wouldn't recognize him if he was from a different multiverse. If he was from X Men, I just don't think she would. I think she would be more taken aback. Yeah, and that's yeah. So obviously, because and this is one thing that I was actually surprised by that Kevin Feige did this because this could fans are heavily expecting this to be the actual person from X Men. Okay, it's it's a big fan moment. It's a big like holy crap moment for the fans. And if you turn away from that, and if you just make him like a different, like not actually from the X-Men, that could, that could backfire real quickly. Um, I, for some people, at least, who were heavily expecting this to be like um, a Quicksilver for the X-Men. But for me personally, you know, I do think, I do think that this is the actual Quicksilver we're talking about here, the actual Pietro. Why? Because why? Why bring him in? Why? Why would you? Why would you even bring him in if this weren't were not about um, introducing multiverse of madness, right? Like I'm, ju- I I don't know exactly. Like I I don't know exactly why they would bring him. Like if if this were not about the multiverse and if there were no such thing as Doctor Strange two, that one thousand percent would have been a different Quicksilver. That that would have been that would have been the one that died, or at least a whole new one, right? Yeah. Because so I feel like obviously the multiverse has something to do with it. I don't know how. I don't like I said. I I if for those of you looking for answers on what the what how how the multiverse gets introduced, I don't know, and I feel like we are gonna have to wait till the out at least till the end of the show, possibly to the beginning of Doctor Strange to uh, realize what is what is truly 
uh, going on here with why PH. Maybe we'll find out. Um, maybe we'll find out um, tomorrow because, uh, yeah, we're filming this uh, night before um, the new release um, of episode six. So um, may- we maybe we'll find out who he really is um, during episode six. But uh, for sure, I definitely think that it is, uh, it is very interesting that it is, he is in here. And um, yeah, keep in mind that Spider-Man 3, I don't know, I think you knew this, Spider-Man 3 is also supposed to tie into the multiverse. Yes, because, you know, things like Tobey Maguire, but we can talk about that on another day of yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, because, and they, they're, they're just, you know, those are just rumored, like the, the villains, um, the old Spider-Man villains could return and stuff like that. So yeah, I definitely feel like, you know, sw- Marvel is on to something with this Pietro and the multiverse. Yes, of course. This is so. well, this is the first instance we've really seen of them slowly, maybe, starting to introduce that. But yeah, as we close a little bit, as we get further to our closing, uh, there is all there is. We're running out of you know things to go over. This is a lot of stuff. Obviously, we weren't able to yeah. go over the prior uh, prior theories that have already been debunked or proven true through mm-hmm. from episode one through four uh yeah we yeah we're just because obviously there's still some stuff like and we'll, we can probably because uh, our next podcast we will be pr- reviewing episode six and we'll have tons of time to go over more like um because we still didn't discuss all the questions like who is the aerospace engineer that monica rambo was messaging yes that's a big one we don't know that um, there, there have been theories on that, but we'll get to that later and like stuff like that. So I thought he was an astrophysicist. I, I, I think it might've been, I think they, I, I, everybody's been referring to, to it as the, aerospace oh, maybe, maybe. oh no, I think engineer. the girl is the aeros- or the astrophysicist. Now for what it's worth. Okay. I'll leave you with this. Almost every single member of the fantastic four which we know that they, um, we know that they're making a reboot of that in the MCU. For what it's worth, they are all astrophysicists. Physicists. Yes. I I don't know. So I don't know if that I don't know if that has something to do with Reed Richards. Yeah, Reed Richards. Um, I've I've seen that going around a little bit. Yeah, I don't know if that, had, but um, yeah, certainly something to. I'm talking about, but um, any more thoughts, Jared, as we close um, up here? Well, to leave them off, how about we leave them off with this? First of all, one thing to ponder. Maybe we'll do this every episode, maybe we won't, but I'll leave you with one thing to ponder, and that will be who and uh, what effect will Ralph have on this show? That's, Ponder yeah, that certainly. until the sixth episode, yeah. and maybe we'll get a little explanation. Uh, um, we will most likely be coming out with a new episode soon, uh, maybe a day after uh, episode six, so we can ponder it a little bit. Um, yeah, but hopefully that explains some of the stuff, and hopefully maybe someone got some insight about the show that they didn't have before. All right, so. Um, that is a wrap, everybody. Um, thank you for the listeners. 
who um, tuned into this podcast. And uh, we will see you soon uh, talking about the newest episode release, episode six of One. Yes, indeed. Hope you all have a very nice night. We'll see you guys soon. Yep.